Hey girl, hey. What's up? Oh my gosh, why do you look so down in the dumps? I'm just super upset. What could even be upsetting to you? You're gonna get married. I know. You're engaged. I know, and I'm going to look fabulous, but the problem yes. is... No problem. No, I have a huge problem. A problem? Like a big prob. I can't, I literally can't find anyone to take video. I want video footage of me in this beautiful dress. You gotta get a videographer. I, I can't find one. I can't find any good ones. Oh my gosh, haven't you heard of Logan R. Hayes? Logan R. Hayes? Who is that? He is only the greatest videographer. He does weddings and, like, short videos, and he, like, raps sometimes. He's a rap guy? Yeah, he can do it all. Holy cow, if I wanted to, like, get in touch with Logan R. Hayes and maybe find out more about, like, what he does and maybe contact him about my wedding... Where, how would I even do that? OMG, do you remember his name? Um, yeah, you just said it. It's, it's Logan R. Hayes. Dot com. No way. So I just put Go like to three that. W's in front of that and a dot? Or don't even. It's not 1999 anymore. You don't have to type the www. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so... LoganRHaze.com I go to LoganRHaze.com I don't even have to type the W's Because it's like 2018 Correct And then let's say that I really like his stuff Is uh -huh. there any way I could get like a cool discount? You gotta get a quote You gotta get a quote You gotta see how much it's gonna be Okay, okay. Use code MUGGLE MUGGLE M Uggle. Cool. And what will that get me? It gets you a discount on the It's 10% on the quote. Wow. So then you can use that 10% to get a 10% more expensive dress. You always have the best ideas. I know what it's about, Braydena. Literally can't wait to get Logan R. Hayes to do my wedding videographer. Oh my gosh. He's going to do all of my videographer. It's going to be the best. I love it's you. It's going to be so lit. I love you. I love you too. Okay, bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of A Muggle's Perspective. I am Rogi. I am here with Brayden. Brayden, how are you? I'm doing great. How the heck are you? I'm good. Tomorrow's my anniversary. I've got the weekend off. I'm beep, recording beep, beep, the Harry beep. Potter podcast. Rogi's anniversary. Yeah, so happy anniversary, Rachel. Love you. What's the fifth anniversary Aww. thing? For some reason, I just keep thinking it's wood. We didn't get each other what? anything. What are you talking about? You know how it's like, oh, the 50th anniversary, you give each other gold. It is oh, wood. Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah. those. It's wood? Hood? Okay. So you, ne screw you need to build one. her a coffee table. Okay. I really appreciate that you're looking into the screen right now and seeing Steven Sells. But that is not in my skill set. Steven, A, come on the pod. Yeah. B, come to Indiana. Yep. C, make a coffee table with me and do most of the work. That's all I ask. Checks all my boxes. <laughs> I like to think that there's a little bit of Steven Sells in all of us. So I wouldn't get you down on yourself, you know? You can do it. So today we are... Covering chapters 9 and 10 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. If you were expecting me to continue there, on to 11 and 12. Too bad! Yeah. Uh, hopefully you... I mean, like, maybe you could see it as 
you spoiled yourself for the next episode if you're reading along with this for the first time. If that's the case and you're mad, how at us. Let us know. Yeah. One nine seven eight Potter Zero. Did I just yeah, don't that? bottle it up. You know, if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. Be be more like Chad. That is the motto of this podcast. Just be more like Chad. Yeah. Think would what would Chad do? What would make me more Chad like? <laughs> next to what's next to Chadliness? Like Could you get more chatty? Yeah. Comma Kathy, like chatty Kathy. It's Kathy <laughs> Chatty. Ack. Uh, chatty Kathy. <laughs> Shadakata. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna start recording in three, two, <laughs> one. Chapter nine, <clears throat> the dark mark. <clears throat> oh, start over. Quality Chapter- ready. Raiden said something, it's not my fault. <laughs> Chapter nine <laughs> Chapter nine, the dark mark, is a long and action packed chapter, and that's part of the reason that we're only doing two chapters. So I have thoughts on it. Do you have thoughts on this chapter, Braden? I have thoughts. I have reactions. I have questions. All right. So I think we should do a Braden's brief. The first time we've busted this one out in a while. This is where Braden recaps a chapter as fast as he can. (laughs) He hurries to recap a chapter. We're going to give him a minute this time. For two reasons. One, he hasn't done this in a while, and it's a long chapter. Reason two being I can't remember how long we usually give him. So, Braden, are you ready? Yeah. Yep. One minute of ticking sounds on the clock. And go. Wait, 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 wait. Start over, start over, start You had one job. Are we doing chapter nine? Yeah. Yes, just chapter nine. Okay, well, I've screwed that up before. I thought it was so the current true. chapter that we read, and you then it was the one past week. So. have definitely done that. We're just going to do chapter nine. Chapter nine. Okay, now I'm ready. Can okay. we start the clock over? 60 seconds of ticking noises on the clock. Three, two. Okay, the dark mark. We have finished the Quidditch World Cup, and the whole camp- campground is celebrating... Um, and then Mr. Weasley wakes everybody up and they're freaking out. He's like, no time. We got to get out of here. And there's a crowd of wizards that are burning everything down to the ground and scaring people. And they've got the Roberts, uh, who own the campground, like 60 feet in the air. And, um, that's bad. And then they, um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione run and hide in the forest. And, uh, they run into Malfoy and he's a douche. And then they lose Fred and George um, and then they come back out of the woods and there's 20 wizards like pointing, all pointing their wands at them and they do a spell and it goes over their heads and it hits Winky instead. And we find out that Winky has stolen Harry's wand and they, so they think that he is the one who put the dark mark in the sky, which is the mark of Voldemort um, and it hasn't been seen in 13 years. And so uh, then it's an argument between Crouch and Diggory about who actually did it and they still don't really know Yay, that was good. That was pretty good. I learned a lot about the chapter, and I also learned that that's too long of a time to give you because if it was less time, then you would hurry more and it would be funnier. So I learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You did too well. You hit, like, all the good details. 
Uh, stupid me for thinking you might praise me in that. <laughs> no, you, I just said you did too. I hit something. I said you did too well. Like, that's so good. You <laughs> nailed it. You got the Roberts family name? Well, I listened to it about 30 minutes ago. So. <laughs> well, I'm trying to praise helped. you here. Stupid me thinking you'd let me praise you. Okay, I've stupid got. Stupid us. <laughs> We're stupid. We're so dumb. I've got five big talking points here. Talking point one. Talking point one was going to be like, let's talk about the post-match celebration and them going back and drinking hot chocolate. And then it was like, there's way too much else to talk about. Can't talk about that. So we're jumping right to what were your first impressions of this masked group? You're like, whoa, Um, what are, what are all these guys doing? Why were, why are they there? Yeah, it's, it's a little, I don't know. My, my mind was kind of, all over the place when this started happening. Like, sure. what? who the heck are these people? Why are they burning things down? Um, first thought, I'll be honest, was like, I feel like the Malfoys are involved with this somehow. So you thought that even before Harry and Ron suggested it? Well, so I thought like the whole mudblood thing like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a bigger issue in this book. Um, the pure blood, mud blood racism thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And seems like later in conversation, like Draco makes an effort to scare or intimidate Hermione with that whole thing again. Um, yeah, that kind of leads me leads us into my next point, which was about the involvement of the Muggles. So what's the implication of that? Like, why is it those people specifically that are hoisted up into the air right now? I have no idea. I really don't. Okay. Should I know that? Um, I think maybe. So there's a big... Pretty much chapter 10 is just a wind down of chapter 9. Like, the end of chapter 9 and chapter 10 are sort of everyone explaining to Harry what's going on because Lord knows Harry doesn't know what's going on. Right. So if I can just skip right to chapter 10 here because I know how to use this tablet. Okay. So on page, a couple pages after chapter 10. No, it could be the end of chapter 9. should have read this more carefully. Oh, okay, it's at the end of chapter 9. So just the last couple pages, Ron, you know who and his followers sent the dark mark into the air whenever they killed. Um, and they're talking about how it's Voldemort's symbol. Yeah, I knew that about the dark mark, but what does that have to do with muggles? So on, I don't know what page it says, but we're near the end of chapter nine. And Harry asks, what, what were Voldemort's supporters doing? Um, why were they levitating muggles? I mean, what's the point? And Mr. Weasley says, the point? Harry, that's their idea of fun. Half the muggle killings back when you know who was in power were done for fun. I suppose they had a few drinks tonight and couldn't resist reminding us that lots of them are still at large. 
Okay. So it's I just, guess I didn't. I glossed over that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot their going killings on. were muggles. Um, so that's kind of I, Voldemort's whole shtick. I mean, like that's why Draco is racist. Like that's that that's their uniting core belief is about pure bloods being better than mud bloods being better than muggles. And so, if that's the case, then why not just like mess around with them? Like they think that's fun to torture them. Does Voldemort want all Muggles and Mudbloods gone? Like, is it kind of a Hitler Aryan race thing? There's definitely. I mean, we're t- we're into territory that I don't know what to, what to consider spoiler. Or not because this is like we're just talking about the themes of the next couple books, like sort of yeah. the second half of the series. If you were to make a Hitler and Voldemort comparison, you would be the millionth person to do so. This is a common, I mean, like there's articles written about, like, is this too heavy handed? Is it subtle? Is it like it's, it's there? Got it. It's understood to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how more cleverly I can say that without giving, just giving things away to you. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely a fair comparison. So that's what they're doing. And then Malfoy is there and Malfoy shows up and I was like, Oh, Malfoy, like go away. Are you thinking the same thing when they run into him in the forest? Yeah. It's like, he's just lurking, like waiting. Like he's always in the shadows. Just like, ready to ruin a good time. The good time of running away from... Well, this is not one of those examples, but... Right. No, but he is. I don't know. Yeah. You're never excited to read his name in the next scene. Mm -hmm. So... Because it's like... You can almost get behind, okay, they're running away, there's lots of people, everyone's scared, like, I'm... This works, and then they run into Malfoy, and you're like, just keep... Just keep running. Like, I don't want to do Malfoy right now. Let's do Malfoy yeah. later. Yeah, you know, maybe you could just shove him down and keep running or mm-hmm. or completely ignore him altogether. I do, I do hope before this series is over that we see, like, a Harry v. Draco or a Ron v. Draco fist fight. No magic, no wands. Fist fight, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be really good. I can't imagine that Draco has like been to a gym. Like Draco had like does Draco know how to punch? Like where to put your thumb? Like who's teaching this to Draco? Crab and Goyle, maybe. Yeah. That could work. Yeah, or maybe he just like sends them in to do his bidding for them right. for him. Right. I mean Neville got one of them pretty good back in Sorcerer's Stone. He's worth twelve of Malfoy. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a deep cut. Yeah. And then, so then, I mean, the last Malfoy thing is, we kind of already touched on it, his parents' involvement. Because, like, he all but says, he's not. He's like, well, they're not, not, not out there, so take that, Potter. Like, he basically, in your mind, are they definitely out there in masks being racist? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I... Yeah, I feel like they are actively like it's it's something that motivates them. It's like seems like that's at the core of the Malfoy family. Like 
we love Hogwarts, we love Slytherin, and we are racist. Yeah, and I don't care who knows. Yeah, it's kind of our big three. We slick our hair back with way too much hair gel, and we hate mudbloods. We think we are, we think they are less than us, less than less than human, mm-hmm. less than wizard. So after that is when they kind of realize that Harry doesn't have his wand. And what's going through your head when you're like, oh no, Harry doesn't have his wand? Kind of the same thoughts that I've had about the freaking invisibility cloak. <laughs> Which would be nice to have here. Again? Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Like, how, how, how difficult do you think it is to keep that thing, like, packed up on you at all times? I've got two like, words Is, is it Harry. pretty big and bulky? Cargo shorts. Two words know. for everyone. I don't know. Maybe cargo shorts. Maybe just wear Maybe. it all the time. Maybe a fanny pack. Here's what I'm thinking. You're wearing a regular cloak. Just wear the invisibility cloak. Don't cover your head. There's like, yeah, suck it. I got an invisibility cloak. Like, let everyone know. Because what are they going to do? Besides, like, steal it. Well, they're going to steal it. They're, they're... Malfoy will steal it. Malfoy's for gonna... sure. Is Malfoy good enough at things to steal an invisibility cloak from Harry? Because you go to steal it, and he's like, counterpoint, I can just become invisible. And now you can't see me, and how are you going to steal something you can't see? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's like, it's risky. Because if you fall asleep and it slips off of you. I just think that that thing is so versatile and can be used in so many different situations. I would want it on me at all times. Yeah, if you're on the offensive, defensive, you want an invisibility cloak. Yeah. Um, so it seems like the wand should be in that same category. Like you should should always have that thing right on your side. Like not in like loose in a pocket. Like you need, I don't know, do they carry like, do they just carry them in their pockets or do they have like sheaths for their wands? How does that work? I think you get the impression that Harry's pretty much carrying his in his pocket. Um. I'm looking for this specific scene when he realizes he doesn't have his. Yeah, I think that needs to change if that's the case. So what's your move? Is this like a Blackberry phone clip on your belt sheath situation? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not a big like phone carrying case on your hip guy, but... If you're always wearing robes at Hogwarts anyways, it's going to cover it up. So, like, maybe something a little more secure for the wand. But if not much of a... If you're wearing not, robes, uh, how do you reach in to the robe? Like, do you, do you pull your hand in? Is it a robe that well, just, like, is like a bathrobe that has, like, a split? Well, that's how I'm imagining them, that they have open... They have opening in the front, whether it's split all the way down or just, like, split to the, the waistline. Like, you can open with one hand... Go for the wand with the other. For some reason, I've always imagined to just pull over your head like KKK robes. Choir robes is better. Like clasp in the back, maybe? Choir robes sometimes? What do they wear in the movies? What do they look like in the movies? I don't remember. 
Yeah, graduation robes, kind of. I mean, they only really wear them in the first couple. Okay, so they're so they're not okay. There's got to be. I feel like Harry talks about sticking it in his sleeve and then pulling it out of his sleeve. What? Yeah, but they're they're wearing Muggle clothing right now, so I guess it's all moot. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like there should be more emphasis on the security of your wand because you're not, you're not worth much without it. Right. Let's so. get to where you just explained to me your understanding of Barty Crouch and Winky and who is where and why. What goes on here? Um. So Winky finds hair quote. Uh, Rogie's or <laughs> Harry's she wand. Found my wand. <laughs> yeah. So, do you not um, believe her that she just found it? I don't know what to think of Winky because at one point I thought maybe she had stolen it. I mean, Dobby because did some weird things. Dobby did some weird things, and then like she seemed to have some animosity towards Harry for freeing Dobby. Like, you know, you made a dumb move. Like, Dobby's kind of an arrogant jerk now. That's that's kind of on you, Harry. Um, so I'm not accusing Winky of that. That just crossed my mind. Either way, the the wand is now in Winky's possession. We find so Winky is Barty Crouch's uh, house elf. So Barty Crouch is real mad when the whole dark mark thing flies in the sky am i skipping too far ahead or am i answering your question no you're right there what i want to know is what's is how this plays in your head so winky is there and then there's a dark mark in the air Mm -hmm. and now barty crouch is real mad yeah and he thinks that harry ron and hermione are are responsible which Mm -hmm. like how, how would that make sense right I mean, I don't think he thought that through before he accused them. Yeah, but I get that they're at the crime scene. Like, obviously, that's. But I mean, yeah, that's I think that's the, the point mark is... of the guy that killed Harry's parents. Why would Harry be involved with that period? Yeah, and then, like, if it was just Ron and Hermione, and you didn't, know... yeah, he gets there to that point. But I feel like Diggory, Amos Diggory, has to like remind him of that for him to even calm down enough to think oh yeah harry probably wouldn't be involved with that it's like really you're accusing harry potter like harry like the scar kid yeah i always so, think it's fair though because like there aren't good options like so let's say harry Ron hermione didn't do it okay then what winky did yeah it? Yeah, that's valid. But there's also a freaking crowd of wizards carrying muggles in the air and burning the place down mm-hmm. right behind you. So, like, I don't know. That could be a viable option. One of those people are screwing with us. Yeah, I mean, I guess I always got the impression they just weren't quite close enough to this part of the woods. They're not out of the woods yet. Out of the woods yet. Out of the woods. What are we if not Taylor Swift referencing 
Not a lot. Podcast hosts. Yeah. How does uh how do Wolverines and Hugh Jackman fit into this? I don't. I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman and what? W- Wolverines. Oh, okay. Like you could use a werewolf right here for protection. Yeah, that's gonna scare yeah. off a crowd of Death Eaters. Yep, you could use a werewolf for that. There could be this this whole dark mark thing could be on. You could have pinned it on a werewolf. Yeah, that's true. They're good for pinning things on. I mean, you blame a werewolf. Yeah. Where are the wolves? You know. When all else fails, like it's probably the wolves. That's, That's just kind say. of like, yeah, the boogeyman. Well, it couldn't just, be anyone else. Yeah. It's got to be. Just the principle. Yeah. It's the, the principle of the thing. <laughs> Carter Couch is mad. That Can we talk about how bad of a name that is? Barty. Barty Crouch. His first name, I want to see if you think this is better or worse. His full first name is Bartimius. I think that's better. I would go by Bartimius. <laughs> Bartimius Crouch. That sounds almost more sophisticated in my mind. Like, Barty Crouch? It's just like... I don't know. It's kind of cringeworthy. I guess Barty, yeah, Barty could be just like another guy at the bar. Barty Crouch. Here he is. He's like a mailman or whatever. But his rap name would be Barty C. Instead of Cardi B. That's, a, that's pretty good. So maybe that's what he's going for. Maybe he's trying to make his way into the rap game. What what does Barty Crouch rap about? Cardi Brouch. Barty C. Um, he raps about his boys at the ministry, like Percy. Wait, what's Percy's name to him? Weatherby. Weatherby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Barty C on the track featuring Weatherby. Featuring young Weatherby. And... It's Percy, like, he's standing there, and he's, like, not happy. He's oh, he's right. so torn. He's so happy that he's there with right. Mr. Crouch, but he's so sad that he's Weatherby. Yeah, so he's he's more of, like, the one singing the sad choruses, like a Sway Lee or, like, a Drake. Is this, like, a Froggy Fresh and Moneymaker Mike situation? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great reference. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Why's my crack? Because he, he just got, got dunked on. <laughs> How have we both it's, seen that it's video? Why's James crying? It's why's James it's crying? It's why's James Sorry. crying? <laughs> Mike's not the one crying. I butchered that. My fault. It's okay. No one will get it either way. And I freaking, if no one gets that, it's worth your time. Search that on YouTube. What is the title of that song? Froggy Fresh is the artist. Froggy Fresh was like... Just type in Froggy Fresh dunked on. Yeah, it might be called dunked on or he just got dunked on. Have you heard the Jimmy Butler one? Oh. Talking about I haven't caught up with Froggy Fresh in a while. Neither have I. This was from the same time period. Really? Yeah, I was really into... like Chicago Bulls Jimmy Butler? Yes, this is... Okay. Like he raps about players on the Bulls, them going up against the Cavs in like the... 2013 second round of the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. You know what? Love the my big homie Joe Keem. <laughs> I'm going to lie. I love the whole team. It's like that. Froggy Fresh, come on the pod. Please, please. 
I have a lot of questions about the John Cena action figures that you got for Christmas. Do you know that one? Man. Yeah, I'm sure I do. You remember a lot more of the details um, than I do. I need to go back this is freshen was, up on the frog yeah. fresh. I was in college and like a couple of the guys latched on to this and like they played the Christmas <laughs> Christmas song like a lot. It was a big we had at our house at Purdue, we had um a couple of speakers that were like the ones that are like as tall, like up to your hip yeah. or taller. Sure. Like massive speakers. And so, you know, every now and then on like warm spring afternoons or like at the start of the fall semester, like you just, you do what college kids do and you open up all the windows and you play music way too loud, yeah. except most kids are playing like, you know, Drake or, or whoever the popular rap artist is at that time. We're playing froggy fresh. Yeah. You're bumping We're it. We're playing dunked on. Yeah. 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 You can like, you can turn up to that song. Absolutely. It's like the, you everyone the loves response it. aspect. Yes. You're just waiting for yes. like, just to tell him that it's because he got dunked on. Listeners, if you haven't, uh, if you've never experienced Froggy Fresh, please do that. Please take five, 10 minutes, indulge on YouTube with Froggy Fresh. Link in the and... show notes, honestly. Actually, yeah, link in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, do that. And, and so then please call in and howl and talk about your experience with that. Call in and howl and sing Froggy Fresh songs. Can we do a giveaway if somebody were to do that? <laughs> First person to do that wins what? Uh, what do we a have? Self- we have something to give away, I'm sure. Yeah. Like a we'll figure it out. It'll be good. We'll figure it out. We'll get uh, Jess will make us a decal on her cricket. Yeah. Get something going with that. Yeah. You'll get something. Jordan Gillette, Travis Jones, talking to you. That's I think they're a good audience for that. Okay. Where were we? We we're talking about Harry Potter and the Goblet talking of Fire. About, <laughs> talking about uh Barty C. Barty Crouch Barty as a rapper. Barty Crouch is not very pleased with the behavior of his house elf. No, Barty C makes money moves, and he doesn't dance now. So, <laughs> I was that a reference to something? I was I was trying to make a Cardi B reference. Um, Does she dance? She used to be a stripper. Oh, and she she references that a lot. Not that I I'm very familiar with like your a understanding lot of her is that as far as you know she references that a lot. Um, the, the two or three songs I've heard, she makes reference of that. She really wants you to know that like, Hey, I used to strip for money, but now I rap for money. So that's better. That's better. And I'm better than you now because of it. So that was my weak attempt at a joke for that. Anyways, what was your question about Barty C? He's not pleased about his house elf. He's not dancing. He's not. He has to make a money move and fire her. Yeah. It's like, joke's think, on you, I you can't the, be my slave anymore. Yeah, I was confused by this. And why Why is Winky so upset? I thought when Harry freed um, Dobby, he was pumped. Yeah. He's, like, eternally grateful. So why is Winky, like, freaking out? So, so these are your two ends of the spectrum with house elves and their relationships to their masters. Dobby was, even when he was with the Malfoys, he was like, 
the family my family is bad wizards like they're like not good they do bad things mm-hmm. they abuse me like i have to punish myself and stuff like that winky mm-hmm. is like dobby's an idiot for leaving my master is nice like he's a good guy i serve him like that's what we do like i take honor in he that. makes money moves yeah i still don't i still don't understand what that means am i not supposed to no, if you, it's, yeah, it's not worth it. Cardi B's not worth it. Okay. It's a, it's about honor. I mean, that's what being a house elf is for a lot of house elves is like, this is my lot in life. This is what I do. I clean and stuff like that. And so it's, you brought shame to your family if you get fired. Okay. Well, I think freedom will suck less than she thinks. Yeah, hopefully. We'll say that. Uh, Sixth point here, Death Eaters. Do you have any more thoughts on that being a thing? Is that the best name that that his followers could come up with? Yeah, it is. It's a little little disappointing. Is it just, is it lame for you? I think it's kind of lame. Am I am I way off in that? So part of Voldemort's thing is that he is trying to like they're trying to overcome the concept of death. Like they're immortal in terms of their reputation. Um, they're eating death. Like they're gonna over like you're gonna get that dark that hardcore into like the dark arts into black magic that you overcome that. And so I guess that's cool. That's like their cool thing. I don't know. Okay. Um, so you're asking what I think of Death Eaters? Yeah, they exist. We never really talked about that. We knew that like the Malfoys were bros, and like and like Wormtail and supposedly serious. Like you knew there were a couple people who were supposed to be close to Voldemort, but we didn't know there was this whole thing. Plus, like, what are your thoughts on them showing up at the World Cup? And then we're seeing a couple different ways. Um. So I kind of likened it to like a like a small terrorist group or something like there's a huge event with a lot of people gathered so like that seems like a hot spot for them to like hey we're still here we're still alive and we still hate you guys um I guess this has opened my eyes to like I feel like the followers of Voldemort have been referenced in previous books. Right. I didn't know that they had like they had a name for themselves. They still gather. They still like know each other and communicate and that kind of thing. So that that's a little um, unsettling, I guess. Like that that could be a problem. Like Voldemort has has help. Yeah, we'd kind of been living in this Harry Potter world of like he'd never even heard of them. Right. This thing was just him versus Voldemort, the guy, which is scary enough. Like, that's hard enough. Or Voldemort, the, the tadpole. Or Voldemort, yeah, the tadpole. Voldemort, I picture Voldemort as, like, the little sister from The Simpsons, how she never has, like, legs. <laughs> She's just in that. But she can still <laughs> crawl around, like, really well. What is her name? Maggie? Maggie? Maggie Simpsons. Tell me, Google machine. Yes. Yep. Yeah, this is a perfect, 
perfect visual of what Voldemort is probably. Actually, there's a linked video called Maggie is an Alien, The Simpsons. Okay. I don't know if there's any big Simpson fan listeners that can explain what's going on from this scene, but she's like, it's that normal, like, little blue onesie thing, and she's got her little binky and, like, her little pacifier in her mouth. Mm-hmm. But there's green tentacles flowing from beneath the uh, onesie thing. So that's kind of creepy. That could be a Voldemort thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, would that shock you if he went from tadpole to, like, squid sort of deal? No, because I don't know what he is. I don't right. know what to call him. Is he a guy? Is he a thing? Is he a... Right. What is his... What do you refer to him as? You A Voldemort, I guess. So Voldemort's got Death Eaters. And then there's an interesting conversation after we get out of the woods. We're out, once we're in the clear yet, Harry is So like, would you say we're out of the woods? Out of the woods? Yeah. We're in the clear yet. Yeah, at this point. Okay. And Harry's like, okay, somebody tell me what a Death Eater is. <laughs> and you get that whole conversation. I'm so friggin' thick of not knowing. You're just talking and talking. Let's get to real English. Death Hoozy? Voldy what's it? I don't know. Cut the crap, Weasleys. What's a Death Eater? Yeah, that's that's basically what this is. Here's like, what's a Death Eater? And so Ron is freaking out, I think. Okay, so the thing in the sky, the dark mark... Ron's like, well, it's just a dark mark. Wouldn't that make all of his followers happy? So why why would they be scared of, you know, wouldn't they be excited? Like, oh, it's his mark. Like, this is a good thing. Did you pick up on that sort of nuance there? Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think the idea that it was explained was that... A lot of these people, when they thought Voldemort died, kind of like abandoned the faith is the only way I know how to like describe it. Like we're ashamed to say that they were followers, you know, when when your leader is no longer in power, it's and you were already kind of looked on as evil, like they probably kind of reduced to the shadows and yeah, they really... um, maybe even denied their loyalty, I guess. Yeah, they definitely... So now that he's back, like, he's going to know who they were. They, like, pretty (laughs) They publicly distanced themselves from that ideology, and you can't go back on that, is the idea. It's like, Voldemort's not going to be like, I know you renounced me, like, a lot publicly, but it's fine, like, just come back. Like, he's not... We don't get the impression that he is super, what's what I'm looking for? Forgive, merciful, mm-hmm. forgiving. Mm-hmm. But he might be smart too, you know? Like if he's trying to, if he's trying to, I don't know what the word would be, resurrect or or become, Voldemort come into power again. Christ figure. <laughs> Denied three <laughs> times. <laughs> he's trying to be resurrected. His mercy and grace. 
What if Voldemort was based on like Aslan the lion? He's that just would, misunderstood. That'd be a great heel turn if like the books just speak slowly in Goblet of Fire. By the end of Goblet of Fire, we're just like on Voldemort's side. Harry turns out to be an antichrist figure. Yeah. He like, had slayed. He had slayed the thousands. Yeah, he's got the and, mark on his yeah. forehead. He does. We might have a legitimate line of thinking here. This is our, we're going to get doctorates, and this is going to be our thesis. A joint thesis. We each get half of the doctorate. We're only a full doctorate when we're together. Braden Carpenter, one over two PhD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in for that. I'll write yep. it. You just have to pod about it. I could do that. Get Bo involved. Bo knows. Bo knows. Rip, rip Bo. He moved. Oh no, Rip Bo. This is the only yeah. way to keep in touch with him now. I know. Bo, stay Bo's strong in, out there. Yeah, Bo's in Noblesville, just holding it down at White River Church. Um, he got a job there, and he's still working for the Pacers. He's like a security guy for the Pacers. Still? He was doing that the whole time? Yeah, yeah. He's It's a okay. part-time gig. Like he, yeah. So you knew someone was a security guard at the Pacers, and that wasn't... I didn't find that out in the first five minutes of talking about Bo. I think you should call him and leave an angry Holy voicemail, cow. preferably at like 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> I feel like I thought I knew Bo, and now I don't. You don't know, Bo. Bo, if you're listening, call in, man. I miss I miss your voice. I miss your hot takes. All right, so we don't care about Bo anymore, but do we care about these things? Do we care? Do I don't know. Let's decide if we care. Some deep cuts here. We need a here. segment music. Like we need a segment intro for Do We Care? Like some sort of cool soundbite or something. Do we care? <laughs> oh, I guess we don't care. We might care. Maybe. So do we care about the dark mark? There was a spell. There's like a thing up in the sky. Do we care about it? Yeah, we care about that. That seems significant. That is a direct... Uh, we already know Voldemort's alive. We know that he killed Jirtha Borkins. And now we've got his sign that hasn't been seen in 13 years. I think that's significant. I think that's going to be an issue moving forward. We care. Okay, we care. Do we care about... Do you remember the scene where all the boys are trying to impress the Vilas in the forest? They're not worried yep. about the riot. They're like, oh, well, I actually am a million dollars, and I'm going to be the next president of Wizards. You know what I'm talking about? Do we care yeah. about Stan Shunpike being there? The conductor from the night bus showing back up and bragging about to the Vilas. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of the name Stan Shunpike. <laughs> like, that seems like a character from Backyard Baseball. <laughs> it does. Um, I'm surprised he's not asking the Vilas why they're doing what they're doing. Oi! What you flirt with me for? Oi! What you so pretty for? <laughs> yes, that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> why am I so attracted to you then, innit? Innit? So, I can't control myself, can I? So we do innit? care. <laughs> uh, we care because it's fun. Um, and also... We, we briefly touched on this, I think, at the end of the last episode. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> we you, know, you know the scene where um, Patrick is sleeping 
And he's snoring, and SpongeBob just picks up like a giant rock and sticks it in his mouth. He just <laughs> keeps breathing. He's like, <laughs> so every time I mime coughing, I always go. I, <laughs> we could do a whole separate podcast about SpongeBob and just my love for Patrick Star. And I've got guests in line for that, like people. I I don't know. SpongeBob was just a big deal for our generation, so. Does Hannah have as fun. much disdain for SpongeBob as Rachel does? Um, Hannah wasn't really allowed to watch SpongeBob. Right, because... Which, at the time, when SpongeBob was in its like the height of its popularity, I don't know what her parents' reasoning would have been, but looking back and watching episodes now, it's like there's definitely some adult humor in there. Yeah, it's not like... The way I always think of it is like it's not necessarily that it's inappropriate adult, but there are jokes that only adults would get, and right. so it's it's like there's shows that try to do this that made it watchable like with your kids. Like it's but not to be just fair, catering. that's every Disney movie now. Is it? Yeah, like there's. Disney movies? Yeah, I mean, like The Incredibles. Um, a lot of the newer one, newer Disney films are like it's got all your your little kid action and humor that they will just they'll just be enthralled by but then yeah the cute factor and but it also has like some passive adult jokes that like are going to go right over the little kid's head yeah so i always try to tell people spongebob is is wittier than you thought yeah if you were the kid that was like you watch one episode (laughs) and they were like oh a poop joke this is dumb like you didn't give it a fair shake like it is legitimate like there's some episodes that are duds like not every episode is amazing but it's legitimately well, it's a long weird. running show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Big SpongeBob fan. Bigger Patrick Star fan. <laughs> we'll do the spinoff. We'll do the patrons only spinoff for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we care about Bobaton, the school? Do we care about Bobaton, the school? <laughs> I know. I know what that is. You don't remember Jim Dale pronouncing that word? Oh, the Frenchie that walks up to yes. him. Yes. Yes. And Hermione's like, oh, they must go to Bobaton. Uh yeah, okay. I remember that now. I I don't care. We don't we don't care. Oh I don't man, th- I've picked up the mic. I picked it up out <laughs> of its holster. You have to just hold it now. <laughs> I would know what to do with my hands at that point. Um, I car car ran car ran real good. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't think I care about Bobaton. Okay, we don't care. Do we care about Mister Diggory just a being back? He's back in our lives and just freaking out, just yelling at everyone. Yeah, he seems like a pretty aggressive guy. Of a lot of things. It was you. No, it was you. Oh, so you admit it? You admit that you did it? You did do it. Um. Yeah, he kind of seems like the cat that um, he's doing all the blaming, and no one's speculating. Maybe it was him. Sure. Like he's he's kind of playing the whole game of like if I come out of just guns a blazing, accusing everybody else. Nobody's gonna suspect me, so. So this is a whoever, don't sleep on Amos Diggory. Whoever smelt it, dealt it situation. You got it. Yeah. 
do we care about Ludo Bagman? My favorite thing is that for no reason, there's a scene where they're just walking along in the forest and he shows up and he's like, oh, hey, guys. And they're like, didn't you know that there's a riot? And he's like, a riot and just leaves. And then we walk away and I'm always like, why did that scene happen? Like, what did I learn? But doesn't, doesn't it say that he's like white in the face? Like he's super like freaked out? Um, Sure. I thought it said that. It probably I thought does. he was more like scared, not not so oblivious, but more like, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Because when I read it, well, first of all, can can you confirm that? Does it describe him as like something's off, like he's freaked out about something? I'm scrolling backwards so far. There's so many pages of Mr. Crouch yelling at Mr. Dickery, yelling at Mr. Crouch. <laughs> that was a long dialogue. There's just a lot of it. Um, oh, okay. Um, so they find Ludo Bagman, and he's like, who's there? What's that? What, what are you guys doing here? He's blinking at them. They look at each other, and they're like, there's a riot? And he goes, what? <laughs> So he... It's just W-U-T. What? 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 It doesn't say anything about his face looking any sort of... Oh, no, it does. His face doesn't look some type of way. Okay, even by the feeble light of the two wands, Harry could see that a great change had come over Bagman. He no no longer looked buoyant and rosy-faced. There was no more spring in his step. He looked very white and strained. Like he'd seen a ghost... Which you could ask because he's a wizard. Right. All right, chapter 10, Mayhem at the Ministry. Would we Did say, I answer if I cared about that? Do we care about Ludo Bagman? We do care about that. Why? I think that's weird. I think that's suspicious. Um, I'm real suspicious of both him and Amos Diggory. Not making accusations, but I, don't, I got a weird vibe from those two during this scene. All right. So we're keeping tabs on that. We're putting a pin in that. We're tabling that discussion. Sure. It's not off the table. It's, it's still certainly on the table. Chapter 10, Mayhem at the Ministry. All right, give me 60 seconds on the clock, Jess. Jeez. No, this is me. I'm going to do it this time. You're going to do it? Yeah. All right. Okay. You ready? You count me down, Braden. So they can hear me to start the... Yeah, I, that's what I did for you. Timer. Okay, okay. Gosh. Mayhem at the Ministry begins in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, they wake up in the tent, and they get changed, and then they leave, and people are like, oh, hey, what's happening? And Mr. Weezy's like, no, never mind, we're just going away. And they get back home, and Molly's crying. She's been reading the paper, and she knows it was a riot, and she's all scared that somebody died or something. So the first thing she does is hug Fred and George because she feels bad because she yelled at them right before they left. What? And then they read a bunch of stuff in the newspaper about the amount of success and then Harry tells Ron Hermione that he sent Sirius a letter about his scar hurting, and also they were surprised that his scar was hurting. Oh, am I doing bad? Oh, shoot. I thought I had a minute. That's why I was going. That's why I was giving more details. Okay, that's you're right. I did say we should start giving only thirty seconds. 
Um, how'd I do? I thought you covered, I mean, chapter 10 is not an incredibly exciting chapter, and I think you covered the gist. I got through the first two thirds of it pretty well, I think. I'd like to hear you enunciate a little more. I was definitely kind of... just hurrying. Yeah. I get it, man. It's it's stressful. It's a stressful 60 seconds. It is. And mine was only 30. But it's it was a stressful, stressful 30 seconds. Okay, so not as many or as important of talking points here. We get back to the burrow and... Molly is, was super worried, was very clearly worried, and a lot of that hinged on the twins. What were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, she just didn't want the last thing that she, her last encounter or, or conversation with them to be basically telling them how they're worthless and they didn't get enough OWLs, Yeah, right? I still don't remember what that stands for. Guess, please. You have to guess right now. Um, online writing lab is yes. what it stands for in college. It's true. Doesn't count, though. It is an ordained wizard license. Yes. They didn't get enough ordained wizard licenses. Yes. They need those licenses. Licensure is key as a young wizard. Well, yeah, you can't just be like doing spells without the proper clearance. It's a heavily, obviously, as we've learned from Quidditch, it's a heavily regulated world out there in the world of magic. So Everyone don't knows be... what's miles below everything. <laughs> you bet. No stone so Don't screw around with not having the right license or permit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. For again? It's, it's um, ordained wizarding licenses. Oh, I hit it on the head. Yeah, you, I got na- it you killed it. Yeah. It was right. It was really, yeah. really good. <laughs> really? Was, see? Woo! Got it right. That's the got it right sound. I love that sound. I think <laughs> I, I've heard it for the first time and I never want, I want to hear it. I want to hear it again. I've One never wanted anything, like, anything more. Just the dopamine just rushed into your brain. Yeah. On hearing that sound. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit it on the head. I mean, it's that like, what if this was the last thing I did? Um, but that kind of gets us into the daily profit in general plays a big role here. We get a lot of information from the newspaper in this chapter. Your thoughts on that? Read a skater. <laughs> read a skater. Is that how you read it? Read a skater. Read that, a skater. Yeah, that's a pretty redneck name to me. <laughs> now, did you ever watch Doug? Oh, yeah. Doug so Funny? You got some Skeeter. What's Skeeter's? Skeeter. Skeeter's the one that's blue, right? He's blue. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely blue. He's just the blue guy. Doug's, it, Doug is white despite not being the one named Mayonnaise. His last <laughs> name is not Mayonnaise. Someone else's last name is Mayonnaise. And it's Patty not, Mayonnaise. Yeah, and she's yellow. I want to say. Yeah, I think so. I think so. A lot of diversity in Doug. 
Is that the one? I'm trying to remember the theme song to Doug. Can we play the theme song to Doug? As soon as I started singing that, just looked at me, pointed at the screen, and was like, Harry Potter, please. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I thought you were like, let's get back on track. And then, so I just maintained eye contact and did the whole rest of the Doug theme song. <laughs> because I'm on brand. This is my podcast. I'm going to do what I want. I can cry if I want to. He was gonna. She was going to find it. She was going to find the Doug theme song? She, yeah. Why is that past tense? Why is it not she's finding the Doug theme song? Because while I'm here for us singing the Doug theme song, I hesitate to commit like too large of a portion. Okay, that's fine. Looking at your face, yeah, we'll do it. It can it can be going on in the background. Oh, that's true. Can like we do just that? Live, we can, no, we not can do a cappella. Live... I don't want a pentatonics. No, 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 no. I want the original. <laughs> Because the problem, you know, what the problem is with that, we just did an acapella version, and it's gonna be worse. We get the pentatonics, and I send it back. Yeah, we need the Purdue version of the pentatonics, the hexatonics. I'm just saying, maybe we can search for that in the background, and Jess can give us a live update when we have obtained the Doug theme song. Meanwhile, we continue discussing Harry Potter. Meanwhile, okay, so we're discussing Harry Potter. There's a lot going on. (laughs) Wow, Brayden is pumped and jacked right now. Harry Potter is getting a lot of his information from the Daily Prophet right now, and the Daily Prophet is just exclusively exists to yell at the Ministry of Magic, I think. Kind of like a TMZ for the... Thank you, Jess. Thank you for that. Uh, Kind of a TMZ for... For keeping the ministry in line, I guess. I mean, you, somebody's got to hold your feet to the fire. Like, where's the accountability Absolutely. for this ministry? Absolutely. Absolutely. Free press. So you're here for the Daily Prophet in this chapter. It's it's helpful tidbits. Um, I, I'm not, I'm never here for like scandalous fake news. Um, <laughs> however, we do need to keep some accountability in in the governing bodies, you know? So there's a there's a there's a line there. I'm not saying the Daily Prophet doesn't cross it at times, but sure. its job is important. So the Daily Prophet tells us about the seeds of terror at the Quidditch World Cup. It gives a whole thing about like bodies being removed from the woods. Yeah, see, so that's sensationalism. That's that's fake news. Um, that's need, trying to the best. We need only the best news. The top people on the news. We We're only, not gonna take anything less. It's fake news. I know the best journalists. They're really good. They're really good journalists. They're very. They're very very good journalists. They're the best. They win all the top journalist awards. And the the type of work they do is just very, very important. I am a big fan. Big, big, big fan. 
Right, you are, Braden. Um. So yeah, that's that's not cool. That's not cool to just literally write fake news. So we're tabling that. We got our eye on the Daily Prophet. Yeah. We don't begrudge it existing, but we've got our eye on them. They they lost some credibility here, for sure. Um, the next point that we kind of have here is Harry is like, I need to go to my room with you, Ron and Hermione, and put away my clothes. And then he tells them that that was, I mean, I thought that was pretty good. And then he tells them that his scar hurt last week. What were your thoughts on this? Uh, I think it's good that he is keeping them in the loop, especially with the current events. There's obviously a connection between all these things, you know? So, and I just, they're, they're better as a team. Harry shouldn't be trying to do this stuff alone. So, and really Ron shouldn't be trying to do stuff alone. Like if they're not a team and now Ron doesn't have them on his team, we saw what happened in the forest, just tripped and fell. Ron struggles on his own. Yeah. yeah. You don't want Ron. Can, can Ron be the best player on a championship team? Can no. he be the second best player? On a, he can be the. If Ron is your fourth best starter, then that then that's a good team. Yeah, Ron is. Ron is like the Zach Collins of the Portland Trailblazers right now. Wow. I thought Ron was gonna be. The Enos Cantor? Yeah. Of this team? Yeah, that might be better. Has his strengths, but has his limitations. Sure. Sure. He's not going to lead you. He can play. Enos Cantor played on some bad Knicks teams. Yeah, and I should give credit, more credit to Ron for his experience. Yeah. And Collins is a young guy, so. Right. Collins is fouling some, out just about every game. Yeah. You can't take him home with you. Ron is loyal. That's a true thing that he is. For sure. He's funny. Yeah. He's hungry. He's hungry. He's real hungry. He's red haired. You can't say that he's not red hair. If you're like, Ron doesn't have red hair, I'll be like, shut it. He does so. <laughs> Just you are wrong. Let me stop you right there, Jeremy, who I'm looking at while I say this. So that happens. Any more thoughts about Sirius's letter? I like when Hermione's like, well, think about it, Harry. Maybe he's in Africa. Did you think about Valid that? point. Valid point, Hermione. We can't We can't prove that he's not in Her Africa. Heard to write a letter back from Africa. Okay, Also, Harry. when have you listened to a Jim Deal audio of this recently? It's been a couple... Probably a year and a half. So this isn't that important, but... I've really, it started, it started to become a pet peeve. No matter what Hermione's quote is. I was, I didn't see that one coming. You kind of led me, led me right to that. That was good. Um, my beef, as I'm just realizing in this moment is Jim Tales. No, no matter what the quote is from Hermione, whether she's exasperated, whether she's excited, whether she's sad, Preach. whether she's angry. It's Harry. Every time she wants to talk to Harry, it's Harry. 
What you're describing, honestly, what you're describing is why Rachel wouldn't let me name our dog Harry, because I was gonna constantly be like, "Oh, Harry, Harry," that or Harry Potter, like just like the Hagrid version, Harry, or some impressions of like future books that I can't give you right now. Yeah, so I love Jim Dale's audiobooks. Like that has added a whole element to this podcast for me. But that has started to bother me. Like yeah. she doesn't use that tone of voice for every quote. Help me out, Jim. It's canon if he's doing it. Like technically she does. You're saying that like she shouldn't. I'm saying the way I read it, that's not how she says Harry's name right. every time. Right, because it can't be the same context. Yeah, maybe it's just me, but I get. I at this point, I just I know it's coming. Anytime Hermione's about to talk, it's Harry. Honestly, I mean, a good amount of the time, that's what we need. Because a good amount of time, she is correcting him on something. Am I the only one that's read Hogwarts history, Harry? Harry. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I feel like it's morphing into something that I want. Now I want to, I want to be Harry. <laughs> Harry. Harry. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry, it's me. Uh, can I get Jerry Seinfeld yelling about Kermit pronouncing Harry Potter's name wrong? Why are you bringing the Muppets into this? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> There's no reason to be talking about Kermit the Frog. Uh, You're off me, Jerry. <laughs> I'm, if this just becomes you yelling back and forth between Kermit the Frog as Hermione and Jerry Seinfeld, then I'll just step back and you can take, you can take take it away. <laughs> I I would need time to like draft out a script for that. I'll just commentate like Abner <laughs> Double Play. That quote was so close; it was practically behind me. Yes. <laughs> I'll just do that. That's what our listening audience wants. Harry, honestly. This is when you know that we're not like changing who we are so that more people to make like a better podcast experience for like a larger. No, this is audience. what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh... Sorry about that. So honestly, I want to personally issue an apology to Carla, who has no... It's not your fault that you don't get these references. Like, these, this is some really specific stuff. And yeah. it's on us. It's not on you. Yeah, I'm pretty inconsiderate in that way, <laughs> Carla. And I... In a way, I am sorry. And in other ways, I'm not. So, so take that for what you will. It's not that we don't care about you, because no, we do. We, and we, we want you to come back do. on... Like, this might we sound do, sincere, and we but it's not. It's not at all. And we want you to come back on the pod. Yeah. But I am not sorry for yelling like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Nor should you be. It's just acknowledging your personhood. We yeah. hear you. You are seen. People that don't understand backyard baseball references. And yeah. Still we listening. care about you. We're not trying to drive you away. Mm -mm. It's just that. Thank you for accepting us as we are. Because you're still listening. 
I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. What's that from? The other guys. Oh, okay. Is that before or after he reveals that he like sarcastically learned how to dance? I think that's after. I'm not sure. I haven't seen that in a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. Okay, so we've got two more things this chapter. One of them is that Hermione has some thoughts about house elves. Harry, I have thoughts about house elves. Brayden, take this seriously. Hermione thinks that it's enslavement, and she wants to yell at Percy for defending Mr. Crouch for being mean to his house elf. Yeah, she's real serious about this. Very passionate about house house elf rights. Good, good for her. Social justice warrior, Hermione. She's like, it's a good thing Rita Skeeter doesn't find out how mean he is to house elves. Yeah, I, I'm not getting a good vibe about Crouch, about Barty C. Is that justified? I mean, based on like, what are your what's your rationale at this point? I don't know. He's just so angry, and like he. It seems like he's one of the only characters that like isn't like most characters when they meet Harry Potter, they're like, "That's Harry. That's the Harry." And Crouch, I, I felt. Am I remembering that wrong? I don't feel like Crouch was that like yeah, worked up that it was that. Harry Potter. He doesn't do the thing where he looks at his scar and everything. Right. So he should be. That's we almost. She was more passionate about the anti-Voldemort movement. Yeah, it seems like he's too nonchalant about that. So, I think, and it seems like Hermione kind of has the discernment thing, you know. Where do you? F- so you stand with Hermione on this house elf thing. I don't not stand with Hermione on this. I'm not that like passionate about house elves, but it's like, she's not wrong, but it's not my fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go March on Hogwarts about it, but I might donate to the cause. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll hold you to that. Blah, blah, blah. The last point I have here is ministry happenings. Um, Arthur has to keep going into work, which is abnormal. I don't know. I can't tell. He seems like he's going into work more than usual. Yeah, doesn't Molly say that the last time he was working weekend hours was when Voldemort killed Harry's parents? Yeah, during like the Wizarding War. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not good. That's not a comforting thing. There's probably more going on behind the scenes than we know. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Like, it seems like one isolated event with the riot at the campsite, but there's, like Percy says, there's insurance claims. There's muggle memories to be modified. Modified muggle memories. Modified muggle memories. Modified muggle memories. Modified muggle memories. (laughs) 
one of my memories. <laughs> Got it. Got him to laugh. I get. I did it. I, I just want to punch Percy in the face. Why is that? He's just a douche. <laughs> like he's the bad egg, man. All the other Weasleys seem pretty cool, but not Percy. He's too uh, too into Mr. Crouch, too into the ministry. Yeah, what's his thing with Mr. Crouch, man? Well, now th- this is just off the top of my head. I've never thought about it from this angle before. Does he have maybe like third, like middle son daddy issues? Like he's one of seven kids. How much one-on-one time can you get with your dad? And he's and his dad are clearly not exactly the same personality-wise, so he just never felt like he connected to him enough. That's fair. That could definitely be it. I mean, I don't want to read too far into it, but... Maybe, yeah, maybe Crouch is kind of filling that role right now. Unknowing. There's no way Crouch knows that, though. There's no, no way he knows no. how much Percy cares Not about on him. purpose, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying Percy is putting him in that role in his subconscious. He's got like a um oh what's her last name? Oh no, I'm blanking. Helga from Hey Arnold. Pataki. Pataki. Helga G. Pataki. Shoot. Braden just wrecked me on that Hey Arnold reference. You know how Helga has the Arnold like little shrine? Oh yeah. That he doesn't know about. It's just a mm-hmm. one sided thing. Mm-hmm. Like the football head made of chewing gum. Such a great freaking show. Honestly, so I love good. Hey Arnold. My favorite. Hey I think Arnold, it's on Netflix. My favorite quote is when they build the giant pizza. You know, the world's biggest pizza, yeah. and yeah. he goes, "All right, like ten, what is it? Ten tablespoons of baking soda should do it." And what's his name? Oh, it's one of the like little slinky sort of kids. I don't remember what his name is. He's always wearing like sunglasses or something. But he goes, uh, let's just look up Hey Arnold characters. He goes, "Oh, that's what TSP stands for?" And they're like, "Yeah, what do you think it stood for?" And he says, "10 square pounds." <laughs> and you just see like a dump truck <laughs> dumping baking soda in and the pizza explodes and it ruined the whole thing. So, it was a little slinky character? Yeah, it's a uh... Are you thinking of curly. Eugene Horowitz? Oh, it could have curly? been Eugene, but I'm thinking maybe Curly, Thaddeus Curly. Curly. Chocolate Boy. I've, I Harold, honestly, until Harold right now, Burger. forgot about Chocolate Boy. I did too. Mr. Simmons, Phoebe. It's not. Curly's just the guy that what's her face punches. Helga punches all the time. Thaddeus Curly. <laughs> I think it's probably his Eugene. last name is Gamelthorpe. Yeah, Thaddeus Curly Gamelthorpe. That's what it turns yeah. out to be. Okay. Wow. I don't remember how we got there, but I think that's for the best. Oh, yeah, that's where we are. Okay. I wasn't yeah. paying when you just explained it to me. That's my fault. Okay. Do we care? <laughs> do we care? I figured out what you were saying, Beth. That'd be funny if I pretended or not. Do we care about Rita Skeeter? Rita Skeeter. Uh, yeah, we care about Rita Skeeter. She's the uh, only journalist we know by name. 
Yes, and journalists have power. The power of accusation. The power of fake news. And real news. Uh, and real news. Because who are you to decide? Um, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. <clears throat> Basically, yeah, I mean, she's going to be the one who kind of has people's reputations in the palm of her hand. Sure. Which is important. Because there only seems so, to be the one big newspaper. Yeah. Is it just a monopoly on the journalism game in the land of Hogwarts? I mean, to our knowledge at this point, uh, no, that's not true. Lockhart mentioned a periodical in which he was featured. He won, well, There's Witch Weekly. And so Lockhart Witch won Weekly. Witch Weekly's Smile of the Week for eight years, eight weeks in a row or something like that. That's one of the like accolades he gives when introducing himself because he's a really cool guy to hang out with is he talks about the smile, best smile awards he won from Witch Weekly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we do care about Rita Skeeter. Yeah, I think we will in the future. Do we care about the twins suspiciously writing a letter that they won't tell us who it's to? Um, yeah, that could be interesting. So, sorry, sorry for the long pause. I'm joined by my wife. Hannah, come on the pod. He's saying, Hannah, come on the pod. <laughs> I, that is what I'm saying. There's Jess. Hi, Jess. Jess is on the pod. We're all on the pod. Wow. We're all potting. The twins okay. seem to be off in the corner, sort of surreptitiously writing a letter. What? Surreptitiously. What I've never heard that, ever. No? Surreptitiously? Have you... Jeremy's out on surreptitiously. Jess? S-U-R-R-E-T-I-T-I-O-U-S-L-Y? You just used that like it was nothing. Wow. Okay. Nailed it. According to Google, in a way that attempts to avoid notice or attention. I'm sorry. Nailed it. I never was accusing you of not using it correctly. Everyone, including Hannah, as far as I know, was like, what? I don't think that's a word. Jeremy was like, I don't know, that's not a word. <laughs> well, none of yeah. you stuck up for me when I was being berated by Brayden. Wow. That's true. I appreciate that. <laughs> They're being a little surreptitious. What's that about? Do you care about it? Um... I think it's going to be one of those things that's just like character development for Fred and George, but really not that important to the whole plot as far as like, I mean, there's, I guess what I'm saying is there's bigger fish to fry now with the dark Mark and figuring out what's going on with that. So just in the background of the rest of these books is going to be just like, Oh, there's Fred and George just writing someone a creepy letter, I guess. Yeah. It's just Fred and George in the background being surreptitious. (laughs) Fred and George in (laughs) around. Yeah. Just Fred and Georgian. Okay. Uh, do we care about the clock? Gets mentioned again that points to like where you are instead of what time it is. That Ooh, seems like that could be useful in the end when they are 
miles beneath the school. Just Somehow that clock will a be there. Bulb like talk balloon grows that says like they're miles beneath the school. <laughs> I know that you don't know how to get there, but just like FYI. Find the school, just go way under it. That's what yeah. you'll find. That's where they are. Have it seems seen like the, the type commercial? of thing that will be. Sorry? I've, there's a commercial recently for a new fancy bottled water called like Pane Toscana. What? It's on Hulu. It's the only kinds of commercials I see. It's something Toscana with a P, I think. And in it, a guy sees a girl like in a bus station or something. And then he wants to go talk to her, but when he gets there, only her water bottle is left there. She circles the word Toscana on it, like or like Tuscany, right, Italy. It maybe says is bottled she... in Tuscany. She just circles Tuscany and writes, meet me there. Like, that's not a whole region of Italy. And then he just finds her. Is her does her T-shirt say Hulu has live sports? <laughs> no, her slippers <laughs> say Hulu has live sports. Oh. Aquapana, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is just in the background. Honestly, it's the most blatant form of advertising I've ever seen. This or the Hulu has live sports? I was just quoting the Hulu has live sports. I love those ads. I think it's brilliant. I have just heard them a lot now. Honestly, it's the most blatant form of advertising I've ever seen. Joel changed his nickname from The Process to Joel Hulu has live sports and (laughs) beat. The Ringer will sometimes refer to him as that in the articles. It's pretty good. Okay, do we care about the dress robes at the end of the chapter? I feel bad for Ron. Um, well, not so much for Ron. I feel bad for Molly that she kind of has to like, look, I couldn't get you some cool dress robes because we're, we're poor. So are you happy now, Ron? Are you happy? I said it. I said we're poor. Way to go, Ron. Shut your mouth, Ron. Do we care? I don't think I don't I don't think we care. I think that's another character development thing. Oh, wait, I was gonna ask a do we care to Hannah? Dang it. Oh, hold on, Hannah. You Rogi has a question specifically for you about it's some it's we we're doing do you cares. We do a segment called okay. Do We Care where Rogi says things and I decide if I care or not. Okay. So now it's does Hannah care? Okay, so Obviously, Hannah does not care about do we care because she'd never heard of it before, so I appreciate that. Um, Hannah, do we care about... Hannah, do we care about... Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Do we care? She says yes. Why? No, I need her... Speaking of the mic, I I need her on the mic. Explain why you care about Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Because it sounds important. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Goblet of Fire is important. It does sound important, Brayden, Do you know anything <laughs> about <laughs> the Goblet? Do we have a? I don't know what the most appropriate thing for that is. I guess is Rimshot. Uh, do you know anything about the Goblet of Fire yet, Brayden? Do I know anything about the Goblet? No. You mean the physical, like yeah. the Goblet? Why itself? is it the book oh. called that? Um, because in the end. Hagrid gets just blackout drunk and the drink is called fire and he's drinking the goblet of fire. Book six is just an intervention. That's why I'm waiting for it. Why has Hagrid not been involved yet? I guess they're not at Hogwarts. Where's he supposed to be? Yeah. How's he? He should have been at the Quidditch world cup. 
He should have been there just plastered in the nosebleeds. <laughs> you would have to sit in the very top row because anyone, no one would pay for seats and then get s- sat behind right. Hagrid. <laughs> you're getting a refund at right. that point. Uh, but if you sit in front of him, then you're going to get vomited on. And oh, that's Hagrid not better. You get discounted seats for the splash zone. Okay. So we want to thank you for making it to this point in episode 34 titled I Wish Carter Was Here. That is the title. Titled Barty C. Of Cavern Chapters 9 and 10 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. If you would like to hear more content, feel free to subscribe to us on Patreon. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, where we are moderately active. Uh, howl at us. Get in touch with us Please. by howling. Braden, what's the number? Please howl. So if you want to call in and leave a voicemail that we will respond to live on an episode, you should call 978-POTTER-0. That is 978-768-8370. So as we've stated in previous episodes, that does not even have to be about Harry Potter. You could call in about anything. And as long as it is not laced with expletives or inappropriate other gestures, uh, we will respond to it. We will play it on the episode and respond to it. Let us so, know it's how fun. you feel do it. about our recent spate of niche references, for instance. You want more? Yeah. Do you want less? Do you want more Jerry Seinfeld? Do you want less? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Who was it? Someone was going to call in about something they were going to win a prize. Oh, we both forgot? We did do that. Wow, cut this we out. Should, we should, yeah, cut this out uh, for sure. They were going to call and Oh, it was about, they were going to sing a Froggy Fresh song. That, that was this week. Last week was something else. Oh, I'm talking about this week. Call in and sing a Froggy oh. Fresh song. Call in and tell yeah. us that you want to watch a Let's Play of Hannah and Rachel playing backyard baseball while Braden and I commentate. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's a great idea. It is a great idea. Yeah. So you and Rachel are going to play backyard baseball while Rogie and I commentate it. She says she's more of a backyard football kind of girl. Um, we can arrange that. Or backyard I have soccer. Backyard, I have both of those games. He has both those games. Okay. okay, so it doesn't matter the sport, but call in and, and, and tell us if you want that to happen, where our wives play backyard sports and we commentate. Thank you, Carter, for bailing on us. Thank you to Carter, as always. Thank, thank you in advance for filming some bits for us mm-hmm. that we're going to use in future episodes. Yeah. Thank you, the listener, for listening to the, the end of the podcast. Um, go to loganrhays.com and video, videograph yourself some videography. Yeah. Anything else, Braden? Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.